My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. An Erio's original. Hello and welcome to Web Crawlers, the podcast where we do a deep dive into some of our favorite mysteries. Each week we will introduce our topic, lay out our research and findings, reveal some conspiracy theories, and conclude with our own hypothesis. I am Allie Santa Claus Siegel. I am Melissa, Mrs. Claus Stettin. And I'm producer, holiday cheer, Maria. Sure are. Okay. Melissa, who are our patrons for today? We have Becky, Amy, Freddie, Carrie. Welcome to the team, folks. You guys are just going to be blown away. away. Blown blown away. Blown away by the stuff we have coming up soon. Maria, did you want to talk about a a contest about something? I'd love to talk about a contest. Ooh. We have a Patreon angel. And that Patreon angel, I think, wants to be nameless. But if you don't want to be nameless, please tell us and then we will name you. (laughs) That's a threat. That's a threat. So this Patreon angel has said for the the year of 2022, the year that everyone's been talking about, yeah. this Patreon angel is going to pay for one lucky web crawlers listener to have a year's worth of web crawlers Patreon content for free. I wow. caramba. There's a couple ways this can go down and we can just figure it out right now. The main reason this Patreon angel was like, I want to do this is because I want to get you guys to, I want to get you guys more reviews, which is the correct, is correct, is the correct thing to say. Wow. He saw that we weren't getting enough and he was like, I got to step in. 
<laughs> These girls Yikes. need help. Yikes. <laughs> and only a so, man can help them. <laughs> embarrassing. So what we can do is because there's probably a lot of people that have reviewed already but don't have Patreon, mm. I don't want to leave them out of the fold. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. the thing was that he was saying was, why don't we do it so so we just have people review, put their name at the bottom, and then and then whoever writes the best review, we contact them or we do a call out for them, and then they get the 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 year's free worth of web crawlers. Yeah. But if there's, you know, I bet there's a ton of people that left a review like last week that I feel bad for if they weren't able to get on in on this contest. Oh yeah, they can still be a part of it. And that's where that's where we come in. How? You screenshot it and you email it to us. Okay, that's true. But then we don't get the new reviews. Is there a possibility? Can you write a new review even if you've written a review, meaning your old review gets like wiped out and you just get a new review up? Yes. Well, what if we do that? Yeah. If you've already written a review and then you write a new, you can delete your review because if you go to review it, it'll show up your review. If you're like, well, fuck that. I want to write a better review. You do that, take a screenshot and email it to us. This is all great. Okay, so this is great. So if you do that, let's say you have to do this by January 1st because it takes a little bit for the for the review to get uploaded. Mm-hmm. And then we will figure out who wrote the most fun, interesting, cool review. We will announce the winner on, let's say, January 11th because we're going to record on the 2nd probably. And I mean, okay. Hey. Amazing. So to reiterate, go write a review for web crawlers, give it five stars, do a fun, interesting, cool review. We are going to pick a winner. And this is if you don't have Patreon yet, let us this is for you. And then we're going to pick a winner and then you'll get a year free of Patreon. Isn't that exciting? Isn't that the best news? That's so exciting. So nice of our of our angel to do this for us. Thank you so much. We really, really appreciate it. Watch out, Angelica Counters, because there's a real living angel out there. <laughs> there's a real angel in town. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Melissa. Yes. This episode comes out a little bit pre-Christmas for those who celebrate or just want to be in the spirit. What is our episode about today? Today is about a festive bank robbery. Ooh. My favorite kind. The only acceptable kind of bank robbery is a Santa Claus bank robbery. Yes. And this one occurred December 23rd, 1927 in the central Texas town of Cisco. Marshall Ratliff, dressed as Santa Claus, along with Henry Helms and Robert Hill, all ex-cons, as well as their pal Louis Davis, held up the first national bank. This robbery is one of Texas's most infamous crimes, having invoked the largest manhunt ever in the state. Holy moly. Let's get into it. I'm sorry. Uh, did you say that the town was called Cisco? Yes, I did. C-I-S-C-O. Oh. There's a song about that. I just sent it to the chat. We the thong song <laughs> by Cisco? Damn it. <laughs> Is that what you said? Yes, of course. <laughs> Let me see that thong. I loved that song when it came out. Anyways, you can continue yes. now. Cisco wrote his song, Thong Song, about this bank robbery in about 1927. This bank robbery. Yes. Okay, so some background. 
Marshall Ratliff was an ex-con who lived in Cisco before mm. being tracked down and imprisoned for a bank robbery in Valera, Texas. He loved robbing banks. Sure did. Though Ratliff was given a long prison sentence, he'd been paroled just before this infamous bank robbery. He initially planned to rob the Cisco Bank with his brother, Lee, but then Lee got arrested again. Shit. So then Ratliff got his friends, Helms and Hill, who he knew from Huntsville. (laughs) Helms and Hill from Huntsville. From Huntsville. And a fourth man who was good at safe cracking. And the plan. I put a picture of him in the dock in case you wanted to see what he looked like. Marshall yeah, Ratliff. Yeah, of course I do. Let's see if he's hot or not. Yes, he's hot, obviously. <laughs> I knew I knew I'd add a photo. <laughs> okay, so the plan. So they planned this crime in Wichita Falls, but the safe cracker they hired came down with the flu. So they replaced him with Lewis Davis. So during this time in Texas, which is, this is a crazy thing. Three or four banks were being robbed every day. It was just a bank robbing mania happening in the in 1927. Holy moly. And in response, the Texas Bankers Association offered $5,000, a reward to anyone shooting a bank robber during the crime. Like if you killed a bank robber, you would get $5,000. It was crazy. Jesus. Also, Ratliff knew that he would be immediately recognized if he returned to Cisco. So this made this heist super dangerous. So he decided to conceal his identity by disguising himself as Santa Claus. Yes, King. So they stole a car in Wichita Falls. They drove to Cisco and arrived on the morning of December 23rd. And as they got close to the bank, they let Ratliff out several blocks from the bank. So Ratliff, who was dressed as Santa was smiling as he walked. He was stopping to talk to children. Oh, my God. Like, answering their questions, like, patting them on the head, like, hello, children. (laughs) Hello, fellow kids. Uh, And the main street of Cisco was crowded with people who were just, like, going about their daily activities. The town had up decorations for Christmas. Everyone was, like, in the Christmas spirit. So no one thought it was weird. When Santa came walking down the street, they were just like, oh, it's it's Santa Claus. Oh, my God. So then on one day before Christmas Eve, the 23rd, Ratliff joined the other three guys in an alley, and then they made their way to the bank. And some of the children who had followed Santa, they continued to follow him into the bank. They were like, Santa, Santa, let me talk to you, like while oh, he was no. walking into the bank. <laughs> so once inside... Uh, one of the cashiers greeted Ratliff with like a, hey, Santa. And then he didn't respond, but he walked to a desk in the middle of the lobby where all the bank customers were writing out their deposit slips. And a few customers were already at the teller's window making their deposits. And the cashier said again, hello, Santa. And then Ratliff did not respond. Right Uh-oh. about at this point, Ratliff's accomplice, Robert Hill, he came into the bank pointed a pistol at the cashier and yelled, hands up. And then the second bandit, Henry Helms, also entered with a gun, followed by the third man, Louis Davis. Stick him up, eh? It's a robbery. (laughs) It's a robbery, see? So Ratliff pushed through a swinging door, past the cashier's deck, went into the cashier's cage, opened a drawer under the counter, removed a pistol from that location... He stuffed it under his red Santa suit. Now all four men had guns. So then Santa ordered the assistant cashier to open the safe. 
He began stuffing money and bonds into a sack he had hidden beneath his costume. And then this bank patron, Mrs. B.P. Blassengame, (laughs) (laughs) and her six-year-old daughter, Frances, uh, went into the bank hoping to see Santa because they saw Santa go in the bank. They didn't know a robbery was happening. And then immediately realizing what was going on, Mrs. Blassengame stormed into the bookkeeping office of the bank yelling, they're robbing the bank. And as she reached out for the door to the alley, she quickly unlocked the door, threw her daughter out into the alley while yelling at her to run. Like, was like, open the door. I was like, run, you run. Yeah, run. She yelling at her to run, despite warnings from the robbers that they were shoot, then she escaped herself. She screamed for help as she ran one block to the city hall and alerted the police. So she was the only one. She, so she ran out of the bank and was like, there's someone robbing the bank. Oh, my God. And then the police chief, G.E. Bit Bedford. <laughs> These names. They sound fake. He instructed officers R.T. Reddies and George Carmichael to cover the back door of the bank. And then the chief was in the alley. Meanwhile, inside the bank, one of the men with an automatic weapon in each hand yelled at the bookkeeper, don't look at me. And then by this time, Santa Claus had filled his sack and exited the vault. Oh, my God. You've sp- you've said sack a lot. He entered, put it in a sack, his sack filled with cash. He filled the sack. He exited the vault with a sack. Then there was a shootout. So who fired the first shot is kind of unknown. Some sources oh. say Ratliff, dressed as Santa, fired the first bullet, striking the bank's plate glass window possibly to signal unseen accomplices that the robbery had been accomplished. But other sources say that Hill, seeing someone outside, fired a shot through the window and a shot was returned. So who knows what happened? Immediately, the cops started shooting and the robber that had two guns fired back at both both the cops. Uh, Many civilians who owned guns were now outside the bank and many more oh had run to hardware stores to get more pistols and rifles and ammo. Like everyone was like, we need more guns. Like everyone's just running to the store to buy more bullets. This is like the plot of like the newest Halloween movie. Did you see what? it? Oh my God. Everyone in the whole town goes to try to kill Michael Myers. And like no. everyone, the whole town comes with like guns and and whatever weapons they can find and they all go to try to fight and attack Michael Myers. Oh my god. That's like this but with Santa. Yeah, it's, it's like the Wild West. Yeah. That's not a spoiler. If you haven't seen the new Halloween, it came out like t- a year and a half ago. So that's on you. Bro. No spoiler alert. <laughs> uh, the assistant postmaster and the postmaster were two of the civilians who started shooting the robbers. They opened fire and a rifle bullet struck one of the fugitives in the arm and spun him around. A bullet also struck a cashier in the jaw. Another struck a bank customer in the leg. One customer made a run for it and was able to tell Bedford and Carmichael, the two cops, about the hostages. And so the robbers forced all the people in the bank out the door and towards their stolen blue sedan. And several of these hostages were wounded... Uh, including Alex Spears, the bank president. But most of the customers escaped. However, the robbers kept hostages. They had two little girls, Laverne Comer, who was 12, and Emma Mae Robertson was 10. They used the girls as shields, and then the four made their way into the alley to the getaway car. I'm still stuck on a 12-year-old named Laverne. 
Laverne Comer. That's a good name. That's a good name for a cat. Laverne, yeah. Laverne. And then another one named Shirley. That's great. Yeah, that's good. So more than 100 shots had already been fired before the shootout in the alley where the robbers returned to their getaway car. This is crazy. Yeah, what the fuck? So in the alley... Chief Bedford and Deputy George Carmichael were badly wounded, the two cops. The four robbers made their way to the getaway car. At the head of the alley, police chief Bedford stood in their way, and they exchanged fire, and the police chief was shot five times. And then he ended up dying, and then the other two cops, one of them died almost a month later, and six civilians were wounded. Louis Davis who was one of the robbers, was severely wounded in the leg, and Ratliff was shot twice, one in the chin and one in the leg. Oh, my God. And Officer Reddies ran to the police station. He retrieved a rifle, began to pursue the robbers on foot, and he was soon picked up in a car, and then they then there was a car chase. Oh, my God. So the four robbers began their getaway, and they realized that they were almost out of gas, Having forgotten to fill the tank beforehand. Oh, that's a rookie move. Rookie move. As they neared the edge of town, pursued by this mob, one of their tires was flattened by a shot from law enforcement. Oof. So they all jumped out of that car, brandishing their guns to stop a passing Oldsmobile driven by a 14-year-old Woodrow Wilson Harris. The president? No. That's what I thought. I was like, Woodrow Wilson is in the- No. I thought we were going to get it. And that man grew up to be president. <laughs> to be president. <laughs> but it's crazy that a 14-year-old, I guess back then you could drive when you were 14. There were like, oh, yeah. no laws. Who, who knew? Yeah. Uh, so a 14-year-old, he gave up his car. And then the robbers transferred all their loot, the hostages, and their injured uh, robber friend to the Oldsmobile. Like, in the midst of gunfire. Jesus. They realized they couldn't start the car because the 14-year-old had cleverly taken the keys from the ignition. Yes, King. Uh, Lewis Davis was unconscious by then because he got shot. So they left him in the car. They moved back to their original car with the two hostages. And then Robert Hill, the one who had followed Ratliff into the bank, was struck by a rifle during the transfer to the back to the original car. And then they didn't realize until later they had left all of their money in the Oldsmobile that oh they couldn't start when they tried to transfer the new car. <laughs> These guys are dorks. These are a bunch of nerds just <laughs> not filling the gas tank, leaving the money behind. It's fucking dorks. So the mob found Lewis Davis and the money and they were like, okay, well, that's it. And then the money was returned to the bank. They stole $12,400 in cash, which would be about $200,000 today. Wow. And $150,000 in non-negotiable securities. Mm. And then estimates were made that at least 200 bullet holes were made in the bank. And then besides the two police officers, six townspeople had been wounded in the shootout. Jeez. But no one was sure whether the robbers or the mob members were responsible. Yeah. For Davis, who was the last-minute replacement for the group, this was his only crime in his lifetime. God, he He was taken to a Fort Worth hospital after the capture, but he ended up dying from bullet wounds. 
So the three remaining robbers raced back out onto Avenue D. Two of them were firing back at an automobile filled with pursuers. So they're just like driving down, just like shooting as they're driving down the street. The driver swung east onto a dirt road. They started throwing out roofing nails in order to like puncture the tires of the people that were chasing home alone this is so weird it's like a benny hill (laughs) sketch uh they then turn into a pasture they were like driving through cactus mesquite and some scrub oak and the growth became so heavy that their car got stuck and so then the robbers had to get out of their car with their they still had two hostages several miles from town and so they just continued on foot and so Sheriff John Hart and his deputies of Eastland had been called by long distance and given the news of the bank robbery. So they piled into automobiles and sped to the spot where the bandits had abandoned the car. And then some reporters, including Boyce House, followed the action in another vehicle. According to House's account, officers and citizens poured in from all over that section of the state and such a manhunt as Western Texas had never seen before was soon in progress. Many members of the posse were on horseback or on foot as they beat their way through clumps of trees, searched high grass in the bottoms of ravines, and peered around boulders and canyons. Wow. It was like the whole town was like searching for these guys. It's crazy. And then one search party discovered an overcoat and bloodstained gloves. And then later, citizens found a suitcase and a pile of bloodstained rags. In the suitcase was cotton and gauze. And despite the search efforts, the bandits were able to evade search parties and steal another car the next morning. What? So the pursuit continued throughout Saturday and Saturday night. And one of the results of this crime was the tragic implications for little children in Eastland County. So on Christmas Eve, a church in Eastland was filled. And as Jolly St. Nicholas entered, a little boy called out, Santa Claus, why did you rob that bank? Oh, no. The kids were, like, devastated. Santa, why would you do that? That's sad. That's sad. (laughs) And then the bandits wrecked their car in Putnam, and then they successfully stole a vehicle driven by Carl Wiley, forcing him as their hostage to drive. And then during that seizure, Mr. Wiley's Father fired his shotgun after the fleeing car. The shot struck his son. (gasps) So he was trying to shoot out the car. He ended up shooting his own son. Oh, gosh. And after hiding out all night with nothing to eat but oranges, which they did not offer to the injured young hostage, Helms Hill and Ratliff decided to return to Cisco to hide in plain sight. Oh, my God. Let's take a quick break for announcements. Webcrawlers has a Patreon to get access to rewards, bonus videos, interviews, shout outs. Please go to patreon.com slash webcrawlers. You can donate as little as $2 a month to become one of our bimbo patrons. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. When you give us that five-star review, we will read it on our mailbag. We are so close to a thousand reviews. Please, please, please keep them coming. Also, Erios has a hotline. Insert jingle here. 
It's really been popping off. We've been getting tons of messages. Please continue to call us and we will continue to roast your voicemails. <laughs> How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards... Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. All right, well, back to our scheduled programming. The wounded bandits, especially Ratliff, were doing very poorly due to their injuries, lack of food, and the icy sleet conditions. So then the threesome were ambushed the next morning by Sheriff Foster in the little town of South Bend in Young County. As they tried to cross the Brazos River, the officers spotted them. The driver saw a gun in the hands of one of the officers and began speeding rapidly down the road. Then, as the members of the posse scurried into their automobiles, the car sped away. So another car chase happened with a shootout in an oil field 
as the three tried to escape running towards the wells. Oh, my God. So involved in the firefight was Deputy Sheriff Cy Bradford. And before Bradford's car stopped, he was out with old Betsy, his double-barreled shotgun. <laughs> oh, Jesus. You know if someone names their shotgun that they mean business. Yeah. Me and old Betsy. Old Betsy, yeah. Uh, he fired once, and one of the fugitives fell. He reloaded before firing again. The bandits ran. They were firing back over their shoulders while they were running. Bradford shot. And another man went down, but then got back up and started running. The officer shot again, and the third bandit slumped to his knees, but got up. And then Ratliff was hit and fell to the ground, while Helms and Hill escaped into the woods by the river. Ratliff was reportedly a walking arsenal. He had six gunshot wounds and six pistols when he was captured. Oh, my God. He'd, including one he took from the bank. So he's full of bullets and he had guns. Santa had finally been caught. So the manhunt continued for the other two, Helms and Hill. And despite airplane assistance, the search team could not find them. And in the process, two more men were wounded from accidental discharge of their weapons, bringing the total number of wounded to eight. And then, however, their trail was eventually picked up and the end of the chase was not far because they saw footprints and they were finally found in Graham, Texas on December 30th, seven days after the bank robbery. They had been attempted to find the location of a house in Graham, but the man for whom they asked directions noticed their pistols and then called the cops. Was like, yeah, 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 it's right over there. Let me go call the police real quick. Oh, my God. And, yeah, so then they were captured by the police. Helms, Hill, and Ratliff all had several wounds apiece and had not eaten for days. They all ended up surviving, and they faced trials. Helms was second to stand trial after Ratliff. He was identified as the one who had gunned down both lawmen and was given the death sentence in late February. Oh, fuck. And then after an unsuccessful insanity plea, he was executed by electric chair on September 6, 1929 in Huntsville, Texas. He is said to have had cabbage, sausage, tomatoes, coffee, and pie for his last meal. That's like Russian food. Like, honestly, that doesn't sound bad to me. Cabbage, sausage, tomatoes. You have on this dock that sounds pretty gross. And Other I than the pie, that- pretty gross. No, I, I read think that, that said, like a yum. German sausage with sauerkraut so- and pie sounds like a really good okay, meal. Okay, now that you're yes. framing it as a German sausage with sauerkraut, that sounds better. I'm or thinking just like cabbage. I no. Okay, like, even a braised. You did say cabbage. cabbage. <laughs> even a braised cabbage, like a a, a braised cabbage, a boiled cap. Like I'm 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 down. Okay. I'm down. <laughs> okay, I, yeah, boiled cabbage. Look at here. Hold on. I'm look at I'm Allie's last meal is radishes, cabbage, (laughs) butter, (laughs) butter. Let me show you. This is what he ate. Oh, wait. (laughs) Did you just text us sausage and cabbage? I did. Did you mean to Google search that? <laughs> the text says sausage and cabbage. Yes, I know. <laughs> I, meant to, I meant to copy and paste the URL. Look, that at, looks great. That looks that good. looks delicious. Yeah, okay. You just, you just don't get it. You just didn't. You couldn't imagine it. That I looks couldn't good, imagine right? it now. Yes. Okay, I get it. 
I actually tried to make that something like that once. I tried to make like a hot dog, <laughs> hot dog soup. Hot dog soup. <laughs> with, <laughs> with during okay. quarantine. It's like something a kid would make when the parents are out of town. Yeah, I want hot dogs. And they get left alone. Yeah. During quarantine, my rock bottom was I tried to make a hot dog soup with literally this, with cabbage and chopped up hot dogs. I It would taste so gross, but I was afraid to dump it out because it was so gross. So I left it in my fridge for like four months and it started... It, got covered in mold and it started Four smelling months? so mad. Yeah, it was disgusting, but I was afraid to dump it out because I was so grossed out by it. So then I ended up just throwing away the whole pot. Wow. Honest yeah. to God, I, I'm putting this on my recipe list because this looks, and we'll post a picture of this because yes. this looks really good. It does look good. It yes. does look good. It's like German, like Russian food. Yeah, it's very it's like German. Peasant. Yeah. It's peasant Or Portuguese. Food something not poor sorry i didn't mean portuguese yeah, that was uh, take insane. that away that was i meant polish to say. polish i meant polish. Yeah, polish yeah it's polish it's like eastern european food okay okay not bad and i i wonder what kind of pie it was i was about to ask the same thing the, i tried yeah. to look it up i couldn't i could there was nothing maybe do you want to know pie? well that's crazy you should say that do you want to know what i did two days ago you made pecan pie no i i late at night I postmated two pieces of pie from the pie hole, a slice of pecan pie, and then this delicious chocolate pudding uh, peppermint cream pie. Ooh, I love a chocolate pudding pie. Oh, let me it's tell you something. It was, it was so good. I just needed it. I needed it. I did it, and it. I didn't regret it. I didn't beat myself up over it, and it felt No good. regrets. No, no regrets. I just looked up Portuguese sausage and cabbage to see if like in, in if this was a thing in Portugal because I said por- Portuguese and it is a thing. Portuguese sure sausage is. and cabbage soup. Oh, well, my mind okay. is okay. Well, now I want cabbage and sausage as my last meal. <laughs> yeah, me too. Where did the tomato fit in? I just was. I'm wondering what kind of tomato. I'm not sure. Cabbage, sausage, tomatoes, coffee, and pie. Maybe the tomatoes were like diced tomatoes in the cabbage? No, it was a stewed tomato. I'm telling you, it was a stewed tomato. (laughs) Oh, you're probably right. Stewed tomatoes. Yeah, a stewed tomato or a a pickled tomato. You guys have no taste. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) My last meal would probably be mozzarella sticks, uh, root beer. Mm. And that's it. Ice cream. Gosh, I think I would have I would have a Thanksgiving dinner as my last meal, but like no mm. turkey because I don't even really like turkey, but yeah. I would have like biscuit, mashed potatoes, stuffing, oh, that's uh, a good idea. gravy, Biscuits. cranberry sauce, maybe some cornbread, like a pie. Oh, mm. Mm. there's I'm going to send you guys this re- recipe, southern fried cabbage with sausage. It looks Ooh. so good. I'm in. I'm into this, and it's got tomatoes in it. Okay. So maybe this was kind of what the deal was. Okay. 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 Ooh. Diced, diced tomatoes. My mom made this with hot dogs when I was a kid. Yeah, they get it. <laughs> hot dog soup. It <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a plot line in Always Sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> the, the gang makes hot dog soup. <laughs> That's like Limp Biscuits. What is it? Chocolate starfish chocolate. and hot dog flavored water. Yeah. Yes. 
That's kind of chocolate. That's chocolate. <laughs> you guys, I'm losing my mind. I can't talk. He wrote that after I invited him over one night for some of my famous hot dog soup. <laughs> wow. Yeah, the more from. the more you know. Oh my god, I just typed in typed in hot dog flavored, and it Google like you know when the search yeah, like gets autocorrect. ended by Google. Yeah, ice cream. Hot dog flavored ice cream. No. No. Ice yeah, me too. Hot dog ice cream sandwich, hot dog ice cubes, hot dog no. ice cream dairy queen. Ew. Hot dog flavored <laughs> candy canes. What's happening here? The ice dog. Look at this, you guys. I don't know if this is real or not, but I'm saying this to you. Just please it's an Oscar Meyer ice dog. Ah. Candied hot dog bits. Hot dog sweet cream. Spicy Dijon d- gelato on a cookie bun. Okay. I love mini hot dogs in like barbecue sauce. Have you ever had that? Yeah, but like that's- like little wieners, like like Vienna sausages. Yeah. So I can see how because that's a little sweet. Yeah, no, but g- girl, this is real sweet. This oh, is no, this I is mustard this. ice cream. Yeah, that's a no from me. That's a no from me. Well, yet again, a tale of Santa Claus uh, robbing a bank turned into just talk of hot dogs. Yeah. This is nuts. Story's not over yet. Oh, okay. Oh. Keep going. Sorry. Sorry. Okay. So that was the last meal. So then Hill was the last to be tried. He pleaded guilty. He took the stand on his own behalf, crying for mercy, citing his unhappy childhood. Huh? In March, he was given a sentence of life imprisonment, 99 years. He escaped from prison three times. What? But then he was recaptured each time. He was paroled in the mid-1940s, reportedly changed his name, and became a productive citizen. Good for him. And then he ended up passing away in 1996. Oh. And then Ratliff, our Santa Claus, he was convicted of armed robbery. He was sentenced to 99 years in prison. On the way to his cell, Ratliff muttered, there's no hill for a high stepper like me, whatever that means. And then months later, he was sentenced to execution for his role in the deaths of the two cops. Although no one could testify to having seen Ratliff fire a gun from the bank. So he appealed his case. And then when that failed, he began behaving oddly in hopes of getting an insanity plea. Oh, boy. He began acting insane on the day of Helms' execution, and his mother filed for a lunacy hearing in Huntsville. Um, And then, this is crazy, so the civilians of Eastland County were infuriated to learn that Ratliff had not already been executed, and they were, like, further upset about this new development of him, like, pretending to be insane. So the judge ordered Ratliff to be extradited to the Eastland County Jail, And then on November 18th, while awaiting execution there, he pretended to be paralyzed. Didn't someone else do that? Oh, my God. The other bank robber we talked about did that. The one who crab walked. Remember, he also pretended to be paralyzed at the hospital because he thought that that meant that they wouldn't watch him and that he could sneak out. Right. Oh, my God. Who knew that this was just like a move? So he pretended to be paralyzed, convinced his jailers that he needed to be fed and bathed and taken to the toilet. So he had duped these two jailers. He managed to get a hold of a six-shooter in an office desk, 
fatally wounding one of the jailers and violently fighting the second jailer. And then most of the town, including the fighting jailer's daughter, watched helplessly through the jail windows, unable to break open the steel door to help him. So apparently they could see into the jail, like this fight going on. Oh my God. And then, yeah. And then uh, they eventually got Ratliff down and then they beat him into unconsciousness and they returned him to his cell. Jesus. But then a crowd began to gather the next morning. And by nightfall, there were 2,000 people all yelling for them to kill Ratliff. Oh my God. And they were like, kill, kill Santa, kill Santa. Oh my gosh. The jailer refused their demand. But he was overpowered by 15 to 20 men who rushed in the jail, dragged Ratliff out, tied his hands and feet, carried him to a vacant lot behind the local Majestic Theater on Mulberry Street, where the play The Noose was being presented. Oh, no. There, they threw a rope over a wire between two telephone poles on which they intended to hang him. Oh, no. The first attempt failed when the knot came loose and he fell to the ground. The second time, they used a stronger rope and were successful. His last words were, forgive me, boys. That's I say that all the time. Before he was hoisted 15 feet in the air, he was pronounced dead 20 minutes later. And some Eastland, Eastland Countians have put up a marker in a picket fence around a utility pole in the back of the Majestic Theater on Mulberry Street. And then one of the jailers also died that evening, bringing the total number of dead as a result of the Santa Claus bank robbery, including three bank robbers, to six. So the fucking crowd, the mob came in and like hung him. Crazy. So no one was ever tried in association with the lynching. Although a grand jury was formed, several thousand people viewed Ratliff's body the next day at a furniture store in Eastland before a judge ordered the corpse to be locked up. Like, his dead body was just there, and people Jeez. were, like, coming to see it. And then Ratless family took possession of the body and had a funeral. Uh, many people in Cisco over the years have claimed to have been present at the robbery or related to someone who was, and now it's, like, a part of local folklore. And then at the end of the trial, the building was demolished. The First National Bank still stands in Cisco, although it's in a new building. It has a painting of the robbery, as well as a collection of newspaper clippings, and pictures of everyone who was involved. And then in 1967, the Texas State Historical Survey Committee placed a medallion on the bank commemorating the robbery. Whoa. That's crazy. (laughs) What a story. Santa Claus burglary. Yeah, nuts. My lord. It's The craziest part is just the whole town coming and breaking into the jail and just, like, killing him. Yeah, they did. They did the Halloween, the Halloween move. Uh-huh. And this tale turned into Halloween 2020. And this was the inspiration for Halloween 2020 starring Jamie Lee Curtis. Wow. Uh, well, if you guys have ever seen a Santa Claus up to no good, <laughs> Melissa, yeah. where can people reach us? You can email us at webcrawlerspod at gmail.com. All right. Well, I am Allie. Don't rob a bank seagull. I'm Melissa. Cabbage and sausage sounds pretty okay, Stetton. Oh, hell yeah, it does. And I'm producer Maria. Remember to go and rate and review mm-hmm. web crawlers. 
by January 1st to be able to get a year free of web crawlers Patreon content. Blasucci. Absolutely. Wow. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, Visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone.